You're good, Josh. Take us away, Josh. <laughs> He's muted. <laughs> <laughs> did I not? Did I not unmute myself? Uh, no, yeah. didn't. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't unmute you normally, but <laughs> worst ad read ever, dude. <laughs> Raph, you know what? It's so funny you bring up ad reads because this episode <laughs> is brought to you by DraftKings. <laughs> there you go. Boys, basketball season will not be around forever. All right? So get in on the action right now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving away new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim yours right now. By using code THPN during sign-up, Players Daily Fantasy Basketball is simple. Pick the lineup, stay under the good old beloved salary cap that doesn't actually exist in the NBA, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist. Baseball fans. I... <laughs> 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 Steel assist means so much more with a DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Baseball fans may have missed out on season-long fantasy, so now's the time to get on all of the fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code THPN. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot of millions of dollars. In total prizes, that's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Boys, what's going on? Josh, can you do me a favor? No. Josh, next time when you do an ad read, can you read it with the same enthusiasm as, uh, what's his name? Al Harrington, I think, from Family Guy. Hi, I'm Al Harrington. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Wacky, wavy, inflatable two man. I need to pass them all on to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you read it with that kind of enthusiasm? That'd be sick. Did you guys like it? Uh, yeah, like, I think so, yeah. Give me a rating out of 10 if I didn't stutter. <laughs> if you did it, including the first like 30 seconds when you forgot to turn on your mic or no? Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you were easily on pace for a 4.38. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> then you derailed a little bit. But I did text Megan and I said, we got our MC for the wedding when it comes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Boy, we... what is happening? What episode What's is it? 41? 40, you know. episode 41. Yeah. It's the, the kids, man. Back. Okay, well, I'm going to do the intro because fuck you, Elijah. You're going to make yeah. Raph King Avery. I'm going to do the intro. Oh, I yeah. love that. Raffy. Grab life by the horns, dude. Raffy, Joshua. How are you doing, brother? How dude, are I'm, you? I'm fucking great. I've been, I don't know. I just had like a chill day. Like I took a couple naps. I did some yard work again. A couple naps? You took I na- two? I napped twice today, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I was up early and then I was fucking tired at like 11. So I passed out for an hour and then. Five o'clock rolls around and I slept till six, and then here we are. Dude, I love that. Yeah, I'm a chronic napper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nap guy. Yeah, fucking massive nap guy. But besides that, like my day is great. Like I'm fucking chilling here, ready to rock a podcast with you guys. 
All right. I'm ready to I think rock. That's here. gotta classify as some sort of sleep condition. What like, do you think? Chronic two habit. naps in one day. Yeah, and chronically. I think it's the condition is called being happy and okay with my sleep schedule. <laughs> but I will say this though, like after my second nap, I was annihilated. I was like, I just wanna I was like, I think if I like close my eyes, I could sleep till the next morning, no problem. Like yeah. I, I feel like there's something like if you can actually get past the overtiredness, you can yeah. actually continue the sleep. I firmly yeah. believe that. You know, like if you wake up and you're groggy. Like, you know, you're overtired, but you're like, dude, like, why do I just go back to bed? Like, I'm already in this deep. Like, let's yeah. just keep on going. 100%. Yeah. yeah it's the craziest fucking thing. Yeah. I love it. And I, I would love to see like a brain scan of how <clears throat> the way my brain's working when I just wake up, like, in a warm, cozy bed versus how I am, like, just already fucking walking around. Cause I am so mentally weak when it comes to me in that bed. Like, you, it doesn't take much to push me off the edge and just say, dude, just stay in bed all day. Like the amount of times that I've been late for work just because I wake up like with 30 minutes extra to spare, but I just go on my phone for like 25 minutes. It's Dude, okay. So you guys know how like there's those photos or whatever where it's like the human body and it shows, it shows like a temperature scale as to like how you are, say when like you're happy, when you're sad, when you're having like anxiety, all that kind of shit. You guys know those photos I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine like one for your brain like before and after a nap? Like going into the nap, it's probably like so happy. It's like fucking glowing. And then after the nap, you just hate everything because you're just even more tired than you were before. Yeah. And you're like, you wake up kind of disoriented. You're like, the fuck am I? Where? What yeah. is this? Sleep amnesia, dude. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I swear to God, sometimes I wake up after any, this is a nap or a fucking rest or a full yeah. sleep. I wake up and I feel like I'm in the campaign of like a multiplayer game. I'm like, all right, yeah. where, pick it up. What do I have to pick up? Shell shock. There's like mortars landing around you. You're just like, <laughs> Link through this fucking town. <laughs> you take one step off the bed, you step on something sharp, you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just a Lego that you left on the floor. Dude, <laughs> that's like the, I think the other day I was helping on my folks and I went to go pick up my sister from swimming or something like that. Uh, she's like a competitive swimmer and I picked her up, I think, at like six in the morning. And I, dude, I woke up and I wasn't like conscious until I was already, like, I've already like fully picked her up and I was driving home. I wasn't conscious. I just, it just blacked out. <laughs> i probably shouldn't have been driving but <laughs> yeah. honestly I've, I've had that before actually and the time when it's happened was when i was on my way back from stampede yeah and just jordan and myself and we're in my piece of shit red car the thing that can only go maybe 110 kilometers an hour and <laughs> dude like we got into chilliwack yeah and I like my eyes like started to close. Yeah. At the wheel. And it was yeah. fucked. And Jordan was fast asleep. Snoring. Because we're all <laughs> him and I were just banged up from the night before. Yeah. But it was so bad. So so bad. It was scary too. We got into Surrey and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, where did that time just go? Josh, real quick, I want you to rate five of our friends the top five people you would have as your co-pilot when you're driving from calgary oh man because that's a long drive like that's a 10-hour drive so you gotta fucking you know you know what raf i i feel that you would be numero uno in that yes. oh, okay that's all i wanted to hear now you're that's just pandering. Now no, you're just no but the thing the thing Come is on. though the thing is though e is let me ask you this do you sleep in cars because raf does not I he don't. He sleeps for no more than 20 minutes yeah. every 
few hours, which I'm okay with. Bailey, dude, that guy. Entire uh, car ride. Dude, he crashes for two and a half hours in the front seat. And yeah. I'm sitting there waiting for him to get up. Yeah, but Mul- I also. Multiple people pissed off the draft <laughs> in this guy. Multiple people. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? I didn't mind Jordan because he put up with all my chain smoker, which I, which I did appreciate. Yeah, but fucking Josh, I brought jewel pods, so don't you fucking forget it. Yeah, and you told me to just shotgun a couple twisted tees in Merritt. Hell yeah, I dude! Got back behind the wheel, drove to camp. <laughs> Made Merritt so much better. <laughs> Picked up the slack on Merritt, dude. Fuck you, Merritt, if you're listening. Um, yeah, no. If if you're picking five friends to ride with you, I should be number six. I will fall asleep in no matter what car it is where we're going. I'm asleep. <laughs> um, actually, if it's a group trip, I'm kind of there. But yeah, dude, I used so my, when I was a kid. I had volleyball practice that was probably 30 minutes from my house, 25, 30 minutes. And my dad would drive me most times. I would fall asleep on this ride every time. And it was only 25 minutes. Like, it wasn't anything crazy. Um, and, oh, whoops. Comment down. Yeah, 25 minutes every time. That's fucking nuts, dude. Like, and wow. that's twice a week, 25 minutes. Yeah, that should explain everything. I don't need to really go in depth on it. But, um, Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Elijah, how are you doing? How are you doing? What do we do now? I'm so, I'm so out of it if you can't tell. <laughs> no, you I'm, just tripped yourself up. So I've had a sore throat now. Woe is me since Sunday. And I would say that. <laughs> Dude, are you okay? I, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just. I like just to read the chat at the same time as he's trying to. Fucking... <laughs> you caught me, oh, dude. I, I read one of Jordan's comments and it just fucked me. I can't, like, <laughs> I'm such a one, one train, dude. One thought train, whatever you call it. Um. Oh, so no, God. I've been sick this Sunday, sore throat, and at the same time is when Megan left to go like to a doctor's appointment. She's camping, so she's been she's been off in White Rock the whole time for the last for Monday, Tuesday, and so I've. I've been isolating in the house by myself just all day and I'm going fucking crazy at this point. The only interaction I get is through like this goddamn computer and I'm looking at you guys right now and like we said in the beginning, dude, multiplayer campaign, I don't know what's going on. Like I can't tell if you're just, yeah, mental health is at an all-time questionable limit. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, That's me. Heck, Josh. I'm doing well. Heck yeah. I, uh, I got a ICBC rebate check Oh, how much you get? Mm-hmm. Okay, what what did everyone get? I'll go last. Elijah, two sixty nine. Two sixty nine. Raf. Yeah. Four hundred ninety four. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I got. Dude, I thought mine was high. I was right about to call Elijah, bitch. I got three twenty nine. <laughs> Look at that baby, dude. Also, speaking of insurance, I tell you guys my BCA thing. Have I talked about that yet on the podcast? No. Do you have a free tow? No, 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 no. So. <laughs> Uh, I was talking to my dad about insurance and everything, and he recommended going through BCAA to right. get my insurance this year instead of it's ICBC. Maybe like 30%. It's fucking nuts. Dude, it's fucked. So I think initially when I was there, I like like last time I had my car insured, I was paying 350 a month. So it's a newer vehicle. It's a little bit higher or whatever. Um, then I went this time to BCAA, and I like my dad had to co-sign because I don't have my own BCAA membership, which is totally fine. Um, but the car's still insured under my name, my premiums, all that kind of jazz. But if I went through ICBC, I would have paid three hundred a month. Going through BCAA, I paid just like I pay like one ninety nine. Holy shit, dude, it's fucked. But you like you have to be twenty five and you have to have like a relatively clean driving record. Like they make you pull up your uh, ICBC 
shit and everything. And I was like, holy I, hell, dude. I, I think we have talked about this because I asked you if you got the membership and you said no. Yeah, I don't have the membership. But you, yeah, like, I can get the membership if I want. You should dude, do it. It's like, it's like eight bucks a I, month or something like that, or 12 bucks. I have it's it, like yeah. It's, it's expired, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it eventually. Mad, dude, imagine getting the flat tire on a rainy day, side of the road. You know how to change it, but you're like, fuck it. I'm going to get BCAA. Oh, yeah, I don't I need fucking BCAA. I don't lose my keys. Oh, I don't need BCAA. No, we're talking flat <laughs> tire, dude. Put your keys in the ignition doesn't fuck your tires, Raph. I got a spare in the fucking, I got a spare in the yeah, boot. You're not, going, you're not going out in the pouring rain, dude. You're baby back bitch, just like me. <laughs> we're, we're Do you calling, know how to change a tire? Can 100%. you change a tire? I can change a tire. I can change my oil and my car's oil. And I can do. <laughs> I feel like, um, I feel like that joke almost went right over Raph's head, and I'm like, no, yeah. I picked <laughs> up on it at the end. I can change my oil on my car. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, sick times. Okay, so what's okay? Actually, listeners, fuck you guys. We're gonna throw this. We're gonna throw you for a loop here. We're gonna throw a good old Clayton Kershaw twelve six curveball. Everyone in the Twitch chat knows what that is because you guys all watch sports, you fucking lunatics. We're going to do goats and woats at the beginning of the episode. That's right. It's anarchy. It's fucking anarchy. It's sticking right. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> so what is it today, guys? Today it's goats and woats of... Traveling slash Living slash being abroad. Let's go. And when we and, say... Uh, actually, I'm not going to make that joke. I was going to say something, but... You, were you going to say living with abroad? <laughs> dude, was that tough, the joke? Tough joke, Josh. I <laughs> that's, exactly it, that's a tough one, buddy. That's a tough look, Josh. You're going to get Josh, fucking... you're, you're canceled just for thinking. Josh, that you're going to get canceled. You know yeah. Josh, yeah. why would you say that? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> See, it's happening. Twitch chat's going off. Sexism. Oh, God. <laughs> Bria, calm, calm your shit. You're, you're fine. Dude, we're, we're so good at this whole podcasting thing now. We just bring up the chat comments and everyone's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, okay, goats and woats of living abroad, not traveling abroad. You must be living in the city. The best part about this is that none of us have lived abroad. So we obviously have firsthand experience on what it will mean. Um, so get your fucking knowledge from here easily. I do not want to go first because I'm doing everything off the cuff today. Okay, I will okay. go. Actually, I want to go first. My first goat. <laughs> My first goat. Fresh start, dude. No one knows how much of a scumbag you were at your old at your old town. No one knows like any like bad sex stories that are that are rumoring around in the rumor mill about you. No one knows like, oh, dude, this kid when he was fifteen, he took a shit on his own face. Like, no one knows that shit, dude. Yeah, what do you start. think people think about you when they see you for the first time in a different country? They're like, this guy must have some really bad sex stories. I can I can already <laughs> see Elijah in France just being next to his roommate or bunkmate. Uh, you guys are not big, eh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you got the belly? <laughs> yeah. Your belly looks like big white baguette. Yes, sir. <laughs> Elijah, Elijah is temporary. Milk bag is forever. Milk bag is forever. <laughs> 100%. I love that take. Okay. okay um, next. Yeah, Raph, go ahead. Because you're Polish yeah. and you seem exotic. So. Thank you. Thank you. I don't look Polish at all. I'm like the opposite of like a fucking Polish person. Um, My fucking, my next one is just like, like, like the views and like the atmosphere that you're going to surround yourself by. Like the culture, I guess is what you can call it. Oh, Jesus. Because they're going to go to like a cool new place. Like think about it. Like who was it? John went to freaking Croatia to go study for school. 
And it's like, that'd be so sick living it. Like you just wake up every single day, you look at the ocean, like everybody just lives such a calm life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the culture would be just unreal. By far the best thing, I think. Yeah. See, I, my, my first one would be the partying. You're with, really? because now you're, you're that guy. You're the yeah, guy. You're- you're the yeah, token Canadian. You're, you're the foreign exchange student now. Yeah, Everyone true. wants to be friends with you, and you're like, we're going to take this guy to the best bar in town, and you just get absolutely crushed. Dude. And you're the person with the accent. Not yeah. The people around. You're the Dude, you're, ta- you're taking multiples right now. God. Anyway. Dude. Dude, dude. So when I was in Prague, um, the hotel that we were staying at had like a bar underneath it, and it was in Old Town Prague. So they were like, Prague's their brand Old Town and New Town, which is pretty dope. Um, and we're staying in like old town, like by this park or whatever. And I shit you not, the bar there was probably open to like five in the morning. Like I woke up at like four thirty-five, and people were just leaving to go home on like a Tuesday night. Yeah, just like ripping darts in the street, just like it's walking nuts. away, saying bye to all their friends. I'm like, do you guys have fucking work tomorrow at nine a.m.? Like, what are you? Dude, the one what are you thing doing? It's nuts. The one thing I will <laughs> say, and what it seems, because I've only ever been to Europe once, and I went to Amsterdam. Yeah, but. The Europeans seem as if they do not sleep. They yeah. do not, you know, work is not a priority for them. They yeah. will go out, they will have fun, they will drink their faces off, yep. and they will do it all again the next night like nothing happened. Yeah. You know? And- I would say the fun, like, that when I was in Greece, that was one of the things we experienced. We went out for one of the nights, and I swear, we were out from um, until probably like 12 12 30 and it was the whole night was like pretty slow i guess i would call it mm-hmm. and then when we talked to like the locals the next day they're like dude everyone goes out at like 1 32 and it's like what the fuck like you guys get started at that time it's disgusting yeah. it's yeah. actually insane do you imagine the pre-drink starts at midnight and you're just oh my god <laughs> like dude i gotta go to bed in 15 minutes bailey yeah. bailey Asleep by now. <laughs> he wouldn't even make it to the pregame. <laughs> Loser. Bailey would be in Europe and he'd be like, I got a gym appointment at 8 a.m. I can't five. Fuck it off. I'm up next. Language. You get to learn a new language. Now, you might say you wouldn't do it, but if you're living abroad, if it's anything other than English, you're fucking learning that language. And I personally have a real big thing for languages. I've always wanted to learn one in my whole life. So, Shet Elijah. My face when fucking Borat says that. Borat Sagadev says fucking Yakshimash. I'm like, what? <laughs> I took two weeks to learn that. He's just doing it as a joke. Um for the for the Twitch chat, I want to learn Polish so that I can come over to Raffles House and just be really take take my relationship with his family to the next level. I think if you just like subtly show up one day and just start speaking Polish to my parents, I don't like. I don't think they'd bat an eye. I think they'd laugh at you, and then they'd start talking to you in Polish. <laughs> I've already. But they're definitely you guys, laughing at you first. I, I remember talking about it when I was first learning it. I was talking to you guys in Josh's basement about it. I would I would practice my language app for like thirty minutes at least a day, maybe an hour sometimes. And then my my boss is Polish, and so like every time I'd come up like super confident, I'd be like, and I'd say something, and then she'd reply back, and I'd be like, I I don't know what you said. Like, yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you got to slow it down. That was impossible. Do you want me to just yeah. start like phone calling you throughout the course of the day and just like only speaking Polish to you? And Honestly, I'll tell you like very me- very crucial things, and if you don't understand, then it's just going to be detrimental to our friendship. No, no, no. I would then say you'll learn because then you're going to be pressured to learn. 
Yes. What I will say, that's the next step. The first step, send me Polish text messages. Okay. Yeah. And then I can, I can, I can take some time. I could take some time reading them and like, I could, I think the if you send me Polish text messages, I could probably figure them out without like doing any translating bullshit. You think so? Yeah. I think Just so. Just by sounding out the words. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think for you, the one thing that you should work on more than anything is you're speaking, but all right, I can do the text messages. Yeah, I just got to get a good vocabulary. Anyways, moving on. Raph, you're up now. Moving on. Um, okay, so this is just because we live in Vancouver right now. A potentially cheaper cost of living. Mm. Yes. Wow. I think that's going to be huge. Like, say, like, you go to, like, Europe or, like, South America. I think even some places in Australia and New Zealand have a cheaper, substantially cheaper cost of living than what we have right now. So, yeah. like, that'll be, that'll be really big for our financials. Work might be a different thing just because you're going to have to kind of sort something out from that aspect. But, I mean... Hey, we could go fuck fucking live in Syria, dude. I bet they have some pretty cheap housing. <laughs> it's some good parts. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking yeah. like the sustainable parts, or even okay. like I don't know. Just end up showing up at Dubai, and it's just like absolutely <laughs> so much more expensive. Yeah. You're like, but fuck. We can go to Kazakhstan and all wear all wrap Borat suit. Just wrap it, dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like thing uh, there. I have a feeling they don't like that down there. <laughs> That's like no all chance. they hear. No, they like that. That's um sick. okay my next Josh. one once you're over the pond you're chilling <laughs> i feel that everything I, I feel that once you're either over the pacific or over the atlantic and you're once you're in europe or somewhere traveling is just so much cheaper you know yeah am i not wrong yeah <laughs> No, you're right. Like, there's everything about it. There's, there's trains, there's cheap plane tickets, there's the fucking yeah. ferries everywhere. You're like, 100% rent, right. Like, renting a car. Dude, like, you can... Is fit. renting a car cheaper, too? I would say so. Uh, Germany was relatively cheap, from what I remember. Yeah. Fuck, and that's car. the thing. Like, the countries are so small that you're... It's almost like bouncing through provinces. You also... You pay for different shit, though. Like, like uh, if you're going through country to country in europe you have to pay what is it um you have to get like highway passes and everything if you want to like the autobahn's free which is nice but i believe in switzerland the czech republic you have to get um oh, i can't remember what they're called but they're like passes that let you drive on the highway oh interesting yeah, yeah. specific highways wow yeah, yeah. and like to yeah like tolls and everything yeah, not even bridges because there's not not big bridges but everything else um sick okay uh, that kind of took my third pick. I was gonna say you said cheap. What did you say? Like, what was your pick? Because I started laughing because I always I always picture like that little diagram I make of like all our choices in a box, and I just pictured your second choice being you're chilling. Like that's, <laughs> that's all it was. No, was your I, was your I, choice I think, like traveling within? Yeah, sure. Travel traveling once you're there. Okay. Cool. Okay. Putting me in a little hard spot. I'm gonna go ahead and say the food. The food. As long as you ain't some sort of picky little bitch, the food can be one of the best experiences ever. Um, but I'm also I'm gonna revisit that one in the woat section as well. But on the on okay. the goat section, the food, I'm gonna say everything that when it comes down to like local restaurants, like obviously not chain things, but like yeah, I dig some food. Okay. I think okay. that's very dependent on where you are too. Yeah, I know. That was the hard part. I was trying to think like living abroad, what's the general one to use? I, but I feel like there's some answers that not now, but there were a couple that I kind of stumbled upon that aren't in here, but could be like two way, two way answers. You know, you could argue it depending on it's all based on where you are. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. I have, I have a vote for food, 
that I think applies to almost everywhere. All right. I like really? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Raffle. Dude, fucking meeting other people who are also traveling and experiencing everything uh, for the first time. Yeah. Because that's sick. Like I've heard uh, one of our buddies, he lived in Japan for a little bit. And he basically talked about how he met like other travelers who are also traveling through Japan. And it's like, you just kind of like group up together, you hang out and you kind of both start like your own little, like your own little gang. You know what I mean? Or it's like, so you go to a hostel, it's just like party, party, party with like people that are also there to experience everything for the first time. That's Mm -hmm. sick. See, uh, now this, uh, this isn't gonna be like a woke choice to me. So I'm going to talk about it. But one of the things I would be kind of afraid about is hanging out with other travelers because they're just like, they're the wild cards. Like, I don't mind being around the locals because I feel like it'd be very hard to find the psychotic locals just yeah. by like stumbling into them. But like travelers, dude, what I just said in the beginning, man, everyone's got a free slate or like no one knows anything about this dude. So that yeah. kind of fucking freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to revisit that one in my votes though. So I'll, I'll touch about it a little bit. And shout out to the Twitch chat for saying that I have the biggest balls. I like that. Uh, they're all saying, <laughs> Josh, you have a huge wrench. I think this is all about going tarps off hot tub stream one day. So... Everyone's just uh, we, trying to guess this up a little bit. Yeah, for the podcast listeners and for the t- for the chat, we have discussed the possibility of doing a hot tub stream in Josh's basement. Um, he's putting up a bit of a fight on it, but I think <laughs> as long as we get the followers continuing to come in, we can. I think we can pull it off. All right, I like it. Yeah. Um, cool. Wotes. Wotes. Who's up first? You are me. Oh, oh yeah. baby. Okay, so going back to my woke. Wait, you guys skip my last go. Yeah, what I was, was going to say, that doesn't make sense. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> oh, it, my yeah. bad. You know what? That's it's okay. the same fucking thing as Elijah's first one. You get cultured. Yeah, you, you get, get cultured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's my last one. That that was the only one I could think of. Dude, yeah, yeah. we started taking each other's day. That was tough. Elijah, yeah, that I think, was... took two of mine on my list, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, and that was off the cuff, too. I didn't even have a list. So Josh took mine, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm oh, fair. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, my, my first quote, and it's going into the, the food one that I was talking about. Every, I swear to God, every McDonald's is worse than the one from home. It's a fact. Like, no, no, every local likes their own McDonald's, but no. every time, every, no, seriously, dude, every time no. you go to a McDonald's, <laughs> hey, shout out Matt Hammer on the Twitch, on the, the Twitter chat. What's up, Hammer? One of the best interviews you've ever done. Sexiest guy alive. Um, no, dude, even America McDonald's, like, I, it, it's just it's just different. They they feel like their food tastes like silicone, so that's disgusting. But dude. if you go to like Germany or if you go to Asia, maybe I'm a picky eater, but that shit's fucked, dude. I don't want anything difference. to do with that. Dude, in fucking Switzerland, I think I paid for the most expensive uh what's it called? Big Mac I've ever paid for in my life. I think a meal was like $25 Canadian or something like that. It was fucked. But it was the best Big Mac I've ever had in my life. Like it looked like one of the ones you see on a photo. No way. And it was nuts. And it was in a tiny town in Switzerland. And it was unreal. Fries, fucking perfect. Okay, Actual but burgers, was... next level. <laughs> I'll say that if that is a true story and you're not fabricating any of it, then yeah. kind of okay, but doesn't blow me away because it was like $25, like you said. The yeah. thing about like the abroad McDonald's is it's ne- it, maybe the taste isn't the thing to go after, but it's never what you need it to be. Because like at home, McDonald's is like the fuck it. I don't like, I don't know what I want. I just need an excuse for food. So come here comes McDonald's or the like drunk hungover food. It's just never there for you when you're somewhere else. Okay. All right. You you guys can all say you agree with me. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My first one, dude, you're going to run into some weird fucking people. There's a TV show that my parents have started watching that I've been meaning to watch on Netflix called the serpent. 
and apparently it's like it's based off like this guy in i think oh, like yeah. southeast asia or something like that who would kidnap and kill people and like steal like their passports and all their identification and whatnot and then like sell it or do whatever with it there's fucking people like that out there who just seem like normal everyday people who kind of like don't fit in the culture as well because they're also like traveling and they're not from there but it's like everybody knows them and you just have no idea what's actually going on Mm. man i uh yeah that's pretty much what i was talking about that shit's fucked he's uh he's like a jewel like a jeweler right or like i a, think so something like that i haven't started the show yet i was gonna start watching it tonight actually it freaks me out i don't think i could watch it i think, I think it'd be really good it looked yeah. really good from what i've seen so far nice love that um joshua josh you're up buddy first woke boys uh there is something about it that i just i hate hostels I I've never Ooh. stayed in one, but the concept of staying in one, <laughs> I am not a fan. I'm really? a hotel guy. I'm a hotel guy. I'll tell yeah, you that it, right now. You that's know, gonna be tough oh, for you to travel abroad one day. I, if you're doing the hotel if, thing. What if you're gonna be living at like an estate or something like that, or like a like a house? Yeah, it's not yeah. like a hostel. It's not like shared living. Like let's like say like Airbnb. you're paying for like a monthly house to live in. Yeah, sure. I'm down with that. But I it's just a dope. hostel. I don't I don't like sharing a big room with a bunch of fucking strangers with my entire life on my back. I do not like that concept. Yeah. That's for fair. the same, for the same vote as rafts, you meet fucking weird people, man. You could wake up, they could drug you and they could just take all your shit and have fun. You're not getting home. Finger yeah. pop your asshole if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Gone. So hostels just, I'm not, not, not a fan. Do you think, do you think you're well-versed in self-defense? No. <laughs> you're just getting used and abused in these trips <laughs> Shit, dude. do you think if you had to fight for your life josh because yeah. someone is trying to steal your stuff do you think you could take somebody down um well it depends like i think it depends on the size right let's you know, say if, I, if i'm going up against a guy who's six six two two eighty dude he swings at me once and we're all going down. <laughs> Wait a second. Is it is it lights out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I do I think I could take on someone who's relatively my size and my build and just kind of a freak? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I could take him. 100%. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. You got a little Canada in you, dude. You could do it. Yeah. Um Canada in my okay. pocket. <laughs> a little bit of history. There you know you the next part is? Ten no, bucks. I don't remember. Uh, sucks to suck um okay what was my next quote fuck i had it for the longest oh i remember so getting caught up in like big time country events like revolutions and shit like that or like like riots <laughs> you you were like you weren't, you weren't kidding about going to syria were you <laughs> no it, dude so i showed up this is back to our greece trip again we land in in athens I think it's May 1st when we landed there and we get in a taxi and he takes us to downtown Athens where our, our uh, hotel was. And as we get closer to the city, once we're in Blaka, it's called, we like, we start to notice there's like fucking pandemonium going on and there's roads blocked off. There's people fucking running up and down the streets. That is the last thing you want to see when you land in a foreign country. Yeah. And this guy's explaining to us, he's saying, dude, there's like, a mini revolution happening or it's like a holiday it was like labor day for them but it's not the same as labor day here where everyone's like all hoity-toity like hey day off they're like no dude we fucking hate the labor laws here and they were like we're gonna revolt 
Yeah, dude. It was, what? It was. He's like, yeah, okay, we can't go down that road to get to your hotel. It's blocked off. I was like, oh god, what is going on, man? So just fucking like nuts. That just kind of got me thinking. Like, man, can you just imagine if you woke up like any old place and there's this huge march? Oh, that would just suck. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking nuts. Yep. Um. <laughs> I was. Dude, I don't. I don't even know what I'd fucking do. I, I was. I like. Say, do I was you join in? <laughs> That's a good way to blend in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make a bunch of friends right there on the spot. Dude, I was gonna say, I was gonna say one, one thing. Could you imagine being like vacationing in Poland in 1939? No, I can't, dude. And just all of a sudden, you're like, wow, like never been to Warsaw before, and then (laughs) that train's coming in awfully quick. Fucking hell, dude! I have That's no so idea. so weird. The ground's shaking. What is that tank doing there? What? Yeah. Huh? Uh, dude, that's that's kind of that that like that gets up into the Canadian privilege we have, where we're like, dude, when the when the Vancouver riots were happening, I was kind of like, this is kind of funny. Like, like I wasn't worried about my safety or anything. This is kind of sick. Yeah. I kind of want to go throw a glass bottle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then you well, see a guy like the- taking a picture of you. You're like, fuck you, man. <laughs> it's like the it's, it's like the fucking oh what's his name Dane Cook skit where he talks about the whole B and E thing. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like he's like I don't even want to do a B and E. He's like I just realized I wanted to kick in a door. Well, I just like <laughs> I don't even want to go to a revolution. He's like I just wanted to throw a glass bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I just wanted to have some fucking Greek food, but I got, there you go. I got almost got caught up in the storm. Uh, I'm gonna move this along real quick. My next vote, fucking losing something. You just go mm-hmm. there. It can be anything. Like, you pack your shit. You go. You live wherever you're going to live for however long you're going to live. And then you come back home. And you're like, you have this memory of you taking, let's say, something very, very specific with you. And now it's just gone forever because you forgot to somehow bring it back. And then you're going to have to live with this thought that you could have had this one thing if you weren't such a jackass and forgotten it. I, I don't think that's that bad of a woke because that happens to me I here all that. the time. I hate, Dude, it drives me mental. I will, like months later lay in my bed thinking about where this one fucking goddamn t-shirt i had went that i lost in tofino two years ago somehow and it's just (laughs) yeah can't get over it dude my my next one is the stress of carrying all your travel documents and shit i hate carrying my passport even wait even, even if i'm just flying from here to arizona or here yeah. to Calgary, I, br- I bring my passport, and it stresses me the fuck out. I do not like carrying a passport with me. It drives me insane, because be- that is my citizenship. You lose that, buddy, you are in for the long haul, man. You got to find an <laughs> embassy. You got to prove all this shit. Yeah. That shit's not made overnight, dude. Like, it no. takes a while. So, anyway, it, it stresses me out thinking about it. I don't even know where my passport is now that I'm actually looking at my house right now. Can we expand on that and also include fucking security checks? Yeah, oh, I kind of like that. Check, I hate security checks. I, I, it's like it's like when you hear like a police car driving by with sirens. You haven't done anything illegal, but immediately you think you've done everything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I like. I kind of. I, I guess it's like knowing, being pretty confident in what you what you t- or what you packed, that you're like, I ain't got nothing to hide. And I, I kind of wish that like the magic wand catches something. Maybe do a little cavity search, you know, a little free pleasure, <laughs> just like that. They ask you to go to the back room. You're like, finally. Do you think like this might get a bit intimate? But you know yeah. when they like ask you to like spread your cheeks? Yeah. That that's all they do, right? They don't make you like 
They don't go in there. That's what you think. Wait, where do you where do you ask him? When they do a cavity search on someone. Do we have anybody who at any point worked for some sort of border security service that knows how cavity searches are performed? I really <laughs> hope I'm not a TSA agent. That would be it. <laughs> that would be like a really good two truths and a lie. It's like I performed a cavity search one day. I received a cavity search one day yeah. <laughs> for training to figure out how to actually give a cavity search. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, I want to know though. What do you guys think? Do they put a finger in your asshole? Is what I want to know. I think I'm going to so. guess no. You, th- you think they um, do? I wouldn't be. I'm going to say no. I well, I don't know. No, because here's the thing. Are there cameras in the room? <laughs> that, but you also have. You go through a scanner that scans literally your entire fucking body. Yeah, you know, where, where you put your hands up like that, and then it, it spins. Thing, yeah, it spins. Yeah. Because my aunt even told me, because she literally has a couple screws in her knee just from previous surgeries, she beeps yeah. going through the fucking yeah. metal detector every single time. There's not a moment when she does not beep. So then they always bring her into that, and she always has to explain, I've got fucking pins in my legs, so yeah. that's why it's going off. Yeah, she's she's just got a video of the Chris My- Weidman leg injury. She's like, dude, that was me one day, man. I had to get fucking pins going up in here. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Uh, it's me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, dealing with different currencies because I feel like. Yeah, uh, that yeah, but I guess it's different than traveling abroad because once you live in there, you get used to it. But yeah. you get used to it in the sense of like, you know, you know how it works. The one part I don't like, though, is. I know how much like this comes back to like me being such a fucking frugal cheapskate is that I know how much I like paying for things here, especially groceries or like things like that. And I've got it like I've I know I know it's so fucked up. I know it down to like the price per for chicken per hundred grams that I like paying. So it's if you throw me into another country where I have to figure out my my cheapness all over again, that's just stressful. I yeah. like knowing I like knowing my my penny pinching ways around here. There you go. That's fair. But it's kind of cool going to a different country, though, and seeing like things that you recognize that you're like that you recognize from your stores being valued at different prices. You know what I mean? Like, say you go to a different country and like, let's say chicken ends up being substantially more expensive than red meat. That's kind of cool to look at, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like, I guess this could have been a different goat is like the availability of things in different spots, like how liquors sold at like like kiosks in Europe. Yeah. Was it? Was it us or it might have been something else I was listening to? There's a city in Mexico where Coke, like Coca-Cola, is cheaper than water. So they every family drinks like a fuck ton of Coca-Cola. Well the one they stay hydrated. Well the one thing I will say is Heineken, a pint of Heineken in Amsterdam is cheaper than a bottle of water. Yeah. Cheaper. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's just stay hydrated. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's up? Is it rap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my last one, dude, the obvious one that all of us failed to mention. Dude, getting homesick. Yeah. There's always going to be a point living abroad. Huh? Uh, Say it. Say it. I was just missing my friends. Yeah, missing my friends. Dude, no, but like at any point living abroad, traveling abroad, no matter how long you've been gone, there's always a point where you're kind of like, I could be like home right now, just like relaxing. I miss everything back there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like, say, like, worst case scenario, like, financially unstable, haven't met any new people, no friends living abroad. Like, you get fucking, you get lonely. Oh, yeah. If that, like, if that shit doesn't work out for you, like, if you're just not as, I don't know, if you just don't pick up on the right people, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like you, I feel like you got to travel with somebody in that kind of sense or go live with somebody who you already know because then you can at least kind of have something to ground you. But if you don't have that, that's tough. Yeah, that'd be a big grind. I agree. Yeah. All right. Um, that's it, guys. Goats and woats. Uh, <laughs> oh, this wait, guy's oh I, st- I started. Yeah. Yellow card. Whoops. Yellow card. No one's gotten uh, two yet. Oh. Oh, I know. My last one. I was going to say hitchhiking for my last one, but yeah, who hitchhikes anymore? <laughs> uh, People still hitchhike. Yeah, that's sketchy. But yeah, go to fucking Oliver in BC, dude. Find a bunch of bunch of Quebec people. There you go. Really? Get out of there. Yeah. My, the most of them are sketchy. My last okay. one though is not anticipating enough money, and you have to go home early. Going broke. Yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of sketch. You can and get some money wired to you, but you can't constantly do that. And and you're forced to go home early because you yeah. think, well, I'm out of funds. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we could have honorable mention saying goodbye. Like the opposite of what Raffle said. Like when you finally do go home, if you've met anyone significant and you're like, bye forever. Yeah. Let's be pen pals. That would suck. I'd I'd probably just say, hey, like, no offense. I'm just going to pretend that you're dead because I can't stand the fact of not not being your life. So I'm just going to pretend that you died. That's cute. Yeah. (laughs) It, It comes from the heart imaginary dead person. I can, yeah, that, I, can already, yeah. I can already see Raph having a pen pal and that clipping that scene from Family Guy where Peter Griffin has a pen pal, pal and he spits it in the paper and <laughs> he's like, we're fighting. Yeah, that'd be me and Josh if you ever pen pals. I know, Just spitting it for fun. Like, you know, like, I'd wipe my ass with my piece of paper and send yeah. it off. <laughs> Why does it smell so bad? <laughs> Why did Josh draw this with a brown crayon? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that is his writing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay, folks. That was officially now this time. That was Goats and Woats of Living Abroad. By Brought to you by three people who have never lived abroad. Our favorite way to do those segments. Um, we are now going to jump into being a hockey podcast. Stick and Ring podcast was founded under the main principle that we discuss Canucks hockey. And we are going to do that right now. And I'm going to start out by saying Jim Benning is a top 12 GM in this league. I just want to put that out there in words in hopes that somehow it pisses somebody off. If you're out there and that makes you mad, that was specifically made for you. <laughs> um, I will one day have a, a conversation with Josh more in depth when I can when I can probe him and give him some talking points. Because I know... Now, even I don't know much about the other GMs in the league, but I did a little bit of research yesterday, and I'm confident in my proposal that he's top 12 in the league. So I'll leave it at that. But other than that, the Canucks' tough loss, was it yesterday? Yeah. yesterday against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, I pretty much guaranteed the game, so that was a tough look. Josh, did you catch the highlights or something? I I did watch a little bit of it. Um, I don't like how Ottawa can't just roll over and die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're upset that they're putting up a fight? What are you fighting for? <laughs> we, you, you have, we have nine, no, eight games in hand, and we're still a point ahead of you. What are you trying to prove to people? Are yeah. you trying to get off the basement floor because you've been there the entire season? Can like, we, ugh. real quick, is it mathematically impossible for Toronto to make the playoffs at this point? Or Sorry, not Toronto, uh, Ottawa? Ottawa has not officially been eliminated yet. They actually still could. 
Yeah, there's only two teams in the league that have been eliminated. Yeah. Could you imagine? If they you know what's fucked? They've done it before. Like it wasn't exactly yeah. the same, but that year with uh the Hamburglar, when mm-hmm. they, they went like twenty two, two and three down the stretch or something like that. And they they went they from made, like bottom. They, they made it to the Eastern Conference final against Pittsburgh. Exactly. Like that was a fucking year right there. Um not the same team as that year though. Like not the same. They don't have Really, I guess they have Thomas Shabbat as the Eric Carlson. It's I will confidently say that's not going to happen this year. But yeah. good point though, Josh. Like they do not roll over and die. They've been a completely different team since the beginning of the year. I would say. I think it was a. I think it was a stat thrown out by uh, either it was it was John and John on the commentary. One of them threw it out there. They said that after was it the John first or was it John? Yeah, good point. I think it was John G, not John S. Um, okay. <laughs> that the senators they were they've been 500 since after the first month of the season the only problem is i think they went like one eight and one at the beginning of the season so yeah. they've actually been playing some decent hockey before that mm-hmm. but you know just it, it, it's it, and it's it's kind of what's plagued the canucks too it's it's such a poor start gets you in such a bad spot but yeah and yeah. and the shitty thing is as well is i do not think the vancouver goaltender played who who wasn't that yesterday it was a whole that was Holpe. Yeah. Holby. You know, when your team Holby didn't do anything wrong. I thought he actually had a pretty good game. Like if you're letting in two goals and under a game, you're a good goaltender. You are a really yeah. good goaltender. But you know, it's frustrating to watch um Vancouver sometimes because we always see, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, we see the potential that the offense has. And when it doesn't perform against a shaky goalie like Hogberg, it, it's frustrating, I would say. Because yeah. you know what the capability is. It's not like, you know, the, the offense gets hot. It's like this team should actually be scoring. Like the talent is there. You know, yeah. I can only imagine how frustrating it might be for Holtby to have a good game. He lets in two goals, yet, you know, his offense can't help him out and score a couple more. Yeah. You know, that is. That is a tough look, and it's. I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to come out and say that I, I'm like frustrated with the way the Canucks play all the time because it it's still a young team. There's all the anecdotes you could throw around about what they are right now, um, and it's just. I, I think that I, I still even in the games they lose, I still like the way they play. Like in that yeah. game that they just lost, it, it's. I, I'm not going to say Ottawa's a bad team. They're good. They're playing like a pretty good damn team right now. Um, yeah where it's it, it's only just different because I, I think it comes down to things like special teams and just one or two big moments in the game. Like we saw we saw two two-on-ones with Nils Hoaglander and Bo Horvat in the same shift, and Nils took both opportunities. One rang off the post. The other one kind of fumble-fucked it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, those type of things right there, like that, yeah, that, that kind of stuff is the make or break this season, but I, that, those are the things that don't worry me going forward. Yeah. Just yeah. because they're so cl- such close opportunities. Yeah, and it, it's a progression thing with age, right? Like it's it's something that if 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 this was a team like like Winnipeg's age range, where yeah. they were losing games like this to teams they shouldn't lose to, yeah, I, I would be, I would be a bit more worried. But I think it just comes down to the same experience they had in the playoffs, where as of right now, games like this, yeah, that that specific one was a bit of a tough loss, but okay. in the grand scheme of things, I'm still confident in them making the playoffs here or having a good chance at making the playoffs. We're still still got a a little snowball's chance in hell. 
Yeah, I I think the the one thing I will say is when you do play a team like Ottawa, and don't get me wrong, you you said that that they're a good team or they've at least been playing some good hockey, and they have been for sure. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. But also at the same time, you need to take advantage of these opportunities. You know, you can't if you're in um, I forget what division Buffalo's in, but if you're Boston <laughs> or if you're Pittsburgh, you can't lose to to Buffalo. You can't. You cannot do that. Those are those are must-win games. If you're going to lose to, you know, Calgary or Montreal or Winnipeg, yeah, sure, that makes sense because, you know, those are the bubble teams that you're going to be fighting for. I mean, hell, even Toronto. You know, I, I think, um, you know, Vancouver is Toronto the target? No, Toronto's not the target. You're those aren't really must-win games. For Vancouver, because they're so far apart in standings, it doesn't really matter. You yeah, know, I know what you're teams saying. That you need to focus on are Winnipeg, Edmonton, or actually, I would even say just Winnipeg, Calgary, and Montreal. Those are the three teams that you need to worry about. And and Ottawa should be that should at least be two of three games won. You shouldn't be going one and two. You should you can't do that in this part of the season because you're already under the microscope. You're playing catch up. And, yeah. and now every single game is just meaning that much more. Yeah. And we're getting, we're getting to the, the meat of the schedule now with the back-to-backs where uh, Wednesday, Thursday coming up, it's a back-to-back, one against Ottawa, one against the Leafs. And things are going to happen fucking quickly, guys. Like, we're going to come on yeah. Sunday's episode. Two more important games are going to have been played. If we go 2-0, and different tune. And depending on what the Canadians do, like, it's, it's all it, – things change so quick in this condensed schedule with playing the same teams over and over. We can repeat the same things we've said in the past episodes. But um, a good – long... si- oh, go, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. How long do you think into this intense schedule do you think we can go before we start seeing, like, a noticeable, burn- noticeable burnout amongst the players? Because that's kind of what we talked about being our initial concern, right? I mean, if any, like, too. Yeah. I, I don't see it yet. Like, I, I hear a lot of people saying that, like, oh, that they look tired. They it, It's kind of in the third period when – when I guess they don't take over the game, they look tired. Yeah. I, I don't see that yet. I don't, I don't okay. think, I think it's, it's grown men, you know, maybe, maybe they don't feel they have their best legs, but I don't think that's being tired. I think that's just having like your, your routine broken up, like your long-term season routine with that huge break broken up and finding yeah. it again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I, think, I think for me, the burnout, is going to come. I, I don't see a burnout actually in Vancouver in the regular season. If they okay. somehow squeak into the playoffs, you'll see it. You'll see the burnout in like first round. Okay. Yeah. Because they're going to cross the finish line thinking it's the finish line. And yeah, you got another four games here against. There's no way Vancouver takes a third spot. You're, you're going to play Toronto. Yeah. You're, you're going to yeah. play Toronto in the first round. So, you know, if you think you've just done it, n- no chance. Yeah. And Toronto's okay. team looking like this year, they are not going to be denied. They are not going to be denied of at least a shot in in uh, the Western Conference for sure. Well, yeah, they definitely seem very driven, especially with how their season started off and how it still is going. So, okay. 100%. Uh, good good situation put forth by, uh, by Razor in the Twitch chat. He's saying, which trio would you rather have in five years? Kachuk, Stuchel, Shabbat? Or PD, Besser, and Hughes. I've seen this comparison put out there a few times now, and it's a good one because I think I'm going to say the Canucks. I'm going to say the PD, Besser, Hughes. And I, I think it's because the allure about the Ottawa trio is that 
it's still the unknown, like right? Like it's PD and Besser more so are starting to come in this age range now where you kind of know what they're going to be, or you have a you have a a good indicator of where they're headed. Where guys like Kachuk and and Stutzel especially, holy shit, say Stutzel especially, that's going to mess you up right there. Um, no, can't say it. Stut- no, I'm going to try. <laughs> Not even halfway through it, dude. No, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, no, but th- those two guys are so undiscovered, right? Like, it, right. Everyone will tell you the sky's the limit for these guys. Um, mm-hmm. But eventually, everyone finds their limit, right? Unless, un- unless you're Connor McDavid, everyone has a ceiling where eventually their expectations peak. And I think it's happened. The, our, our group's a bit older, and and I'm just still willing to pick them. Josh, where do you kind of sit on this? Um, I think it kind of depends on what you want your team built around as well. You know, Shabbat yeah. and Kachuk are big guys they're not they're not kind of a trio to be trifled with and Mm -hmm. i think that's something that is actually missing from the game whereas i look at vancouver's trio and they definitely seem a lot softer but better offensively so i think it's more so what do you want your makeup to look like because i look at the ottawa trio and that reminds me of something maybe a philadelphia or a boston would have whereas i look at Vancouver and I look at someone uh, maybe like trying to think of a finesse game, maybe like a Pittsburgh or a Montreal uh, type of makeup, you know, very fast, speedy, skilled, that type of thing. Not really looking for a a big, bad Bruin type of makeup, which I think Ottawa is kind of going for. Yeah. And I I don't even know if it was intentional the way I I think Brady Kachuk is definitely on that cloth. I don't know if Shabbat was really known as being that guy. He's big. He's not a super tough guy for sure, though. He's not a tough guy, but I think it's just like looking at like, what do you want your team built around? Like big guys, like big and gritty or, you know, or just big or gritty. Yeah. And I, the, and I, the, don't, see, and I don't see that with Vancouver at all. I mean, Hughes is tiny, Besser's tiny, Pedersen's just lanky, but he's still kind of tall. But he's not yeah. someone that you're going to go in the corners with and – yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I like when your stars can be, can kind of hold their own and yeah. and stick up for their teammates as well. And, and I think very simply when you break it down and you say, Kachuk or Patterson, who do you want? I'm taking Patterson. I'm taking Pete. At this, at this if, point, I'm taking Pete. Shabbat and Hughes, I'd take Shabbat. Yeah, it's weird. Like, currently, in this season only, the way they're playing, I'll take – or I guess this season's kind of tough for Hughes. He hasn't had his best season compared to last. But well, I would say – Well, also been missing for how long, though, also? Yeah, a month, more than a month now, almost two. Yeah. Um, And, it, yeah, the Hughes, the Hughes Chabot one's close, but then when you go to Stutzel Besser, like, I get it. Stutzel's got hype around him, but he's not – he he's hasn't not done anything. He's, he's, big... he's not even going to – he's not going to win the Calder. So, yeah. like, he's not yeah. exactly the fucking next coming of Christ. So we can – we can move on from that. Raph, actually, what do you think? What do you think about what? Which matchup? Yeah, Razor's asking you in the Twitch chat. So his his question, his demand. I don't know. Answer. I don't know. It's a tough <laughs> go, matchup. Just go go based on the names the way they look only. So you've got the names the way they look. Yeah, yeah, because there's some fucked up that, names in there. I think the Vancouver trio. I'm interested to see where they grow and what direction they go in over the next few years. Like, obviously, they're kind of in a bit of a slump right now with how they've been playing and obviously the injuries and Hughes' start to the season. But I think, like, if they continue playing with how we saw them play last season, 
then I think they could, I don't know, I think they could be a serious threat. Yeah, I agree. But I do Anytime agree with you guys when you bring up things like size too. It's like they're more fragile builds than a lot of players out there. And it's like, like yeah. fucking Hughes is probably one of the tiniest defensemen that I've ever sk- seen skating back and forth, but he's quick. So yeah. it's one thing you definitely also have to factor in, right? And the one thing that lets us down is that Besser's kind of a, a bit of a, a little soft bitch sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like Pedersen is tough as fuck around the, in the game. Like he's chippy. We've seen uh-huh. him, but Brock Besser's like, he's kind of the opposite. I, I love that guy and his play, but he's, he's a little bit of a, a little bit of a pussy when he's out there. Yeah. Um, all right. Is that it for the Canucks talk, fellas? Pretty much it. All right. So why don't we move on? Let's talk about this TV deal real quick because um, I had a great time listening to Checklist and the way they broke it down. And, you know, the money is one thing. So basically the way you go, the way you look at it, I want to give Gary Bettman his his shine right here, his limelight, because obviously he's shit on. Sorry, go ahead. Real quick. Can you explain this whole TV deal before you get too much into it for anybody who doesn't know about it? Yeah. So I'm going to. How should I do it? Yeah, I'll explain it first, I guess. So the new TV deal, um, it all comes down to the American broadcasting rights. So like right now, obviously, Canada has its own separate deal. Like that's with Rogers. That's, I guess, maybe Rogers and CBC. Is that what it is or something like that? Uh, it's with I, Bell. I think it's okay, Bell, yeah. Rogers and CBC. Yeah, I don't know the details of the Canadian one too much just because it hasn't been in the news like this one. But so it's all about negotiating with the American broadcasting rights. So mm-hmm. up until right now, for the last however many years, it hasn't been 20 or something, but like the last 10 to five years or something, it's been NBC. They've had 100% of the rights. So all American NHL broadcasting goes through NBC. Um, and I think the contract value of it was worth about $200 million. And I think that was per year or something like that. Um, whereas now, the, so there's a new deal now that was struck. Over the last three weeks, there's two different aspects of it. So the first aspect was ESPN signing with the NHL. Uh, it's a seven-year deal, and annually it pays out $400 million. Okay. And the another kicker is that's only 55% of the TV deal. So it's twice as much money as the NBC. It's for half as much of the of the games and like the actual rights. And that that those are the two bigger parts of it. And it's for seven years. Um, and so then this the new part of the wrinkle that comes out, and it was it was broke today was that Turner Sports, which runs TNT and, and TBS and a couple other things as well, they signed for the other like 45-ish percent of it, um, where it breaks down over the seven years, I think um, ESPN airs four of the Stanley Cups, and then Turner Sports airs the other three. And then obviously the regular season gets divvied up a- accordingly. Um, the Turner Sports part of the deal was worth more than $200 million. So in total, that contract that was that was run by NBC the prior years for $200 plus million, is yeah. now being run by Turner and ESPN at a combined over six. six over six hundred million. So it's it's huge. The the money itself is huge for the sport. That's one thing. That's an easy one to understand. The other aspect of it is just who's big in the sports world in the states. Like Turner Sports is way bigger than NBC in the sports world, and so is ESPN. Like ESPN's the mecca, and so just the exposure that the sport's going to get. This is huge for that. So my one question is, is the whole deal worth $600 million over seven years? No. So I think it's per year. Holy shit. I, sh- I think. Now that's where I, I – see, I, I knew this question was going to come up, and I tried my best to research it. 
I like I have no idea, dude. You guys I, can't find an exact answer. I'll check. I'll I, look I real quick. I, I almost I almost want to guarantee it is though, because think about it. Think about every team's salary cap, how much they spend on on salaries. Each team spending, let's say, eighty million among thirty yeah. teams. How much is that? That's that's already like more than a billion dollars, isn't it? Like I yeah. stupid yeah. stupid guy math. That's more than a billion dollars. Like the TV deal's no. got to be more, more worth, like, isn't it? The way the way that I the way that I see it though is even if it was like you know let's just say it was seven hundred million dollars, yeah, you know seven hundred million dollars in total, which means the NHL is getting a hundred million dollars a year. What you're getting though is you're getting the mecca of sports, which is going to give you just more exposure, which should just draw in more fans. Yeah, and like I feel like, and you're getting more games. You're getting your name out there a lot more in a bigger sports world. So even if it's only worth a hundred million dollars per year, seven hundred million total, you're just getting more fans to watch the game, opposed to NBC Sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like the exposure alone is gonna kind of make up that dividend. That, yeah, that is. Sorry, go ahead. Real quick to interrupt you guys. Uh, the TV deal from this article that I just quickly read. Uh, is the dollar amount? So this is basically what it says: the dollar amount of the Turner deal is reported at two hundred twenty-five million dollar per season on a seven-year deal, with ESPN already paying four hundred million dollars for the same time period. Holy shit! So I'm assuming that's six hundred million a season. Yeah, for seven over years, seven, which will be three, what like three point five billion at the end of it. Yeah. Do you, are you ready for me to blow? Are you ready for me to blow your mind? Yes. Do you know how much the NFL deal is worth? Over How that much? same time, right, well, I think it's right. either seven or ten years. Uh, I'm gonna say, so we're we're at three and a so, half billion. Yeah, the hockey Total. contract is worth three and a half billion for over seven years. The NFL has got to be like fifty-five billion. It's worth a hundred and ten. A hundred and ten billion dollars for that's that long. Isn't that fucked? That's holy shit. <laughs> it's, it's the guy. The mafia ain't dead, folks. Dude, when I when I think about that, I go back to the movie Concussion with Will Smith. Yeah. And when poor Will Smith is going up against the NFL and like his boss is saying, dude, you're going up against a company or a corporation that owns a day of the week. The church had it, now it's theirs. Yeah. And you yeah. just start to see the might of the NFL and Roger and how this dude is untouchable. Yeah, it's fucking it's wild. Actually blow, it blows your mind. Like growing up as a hockey fan or just a normal person, and then you yeah. you have you're able to grasp the idea of like, wait a second, the NHL is just like a fucking ant on the boot of the NFL. Dude, that is a yeah. speeding ticket for Roger Goodell right there. Yeah, for the whole NFL deal. But in case, but back to the NHL, like that's huge though. That oh, as funny. Josh mentioned, like what. Every time I listen to a podcast that describes the, the impact that this will have on the NHL, is it was more about the NBC side, but it'll actually we'll get to the TNT side in a second. The ESPN side, if you think about it, anytime someone goes into a pub, a bar, a restaurant, things like that, and they have sports TV on, when you're in the mm -hmm. states, dude, it's all ESPN. That's all it is. Yeah, like they don't they don't do anything else over there, at least mainstream. Like that's like us putting on TSN here. So. Yeah what that'll do just exposure for the sports people that don't usually see it is huge. I think, um, I think the one, the, the one down, or I shouldn't say the one downside is your, how the 
NHL schedule practically mirrors the NBA, which yeah. is kind of unfortunate. But yeah, that's you a good think, point. Though, you would think that if hype, and I don't know the ins and outs of how TV obviously fucking works, but you would think if you have NBA on TNT, there's a hockey game on ESPN and vice versa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that they, makes sense. So they almost they almost trade time. The other side as well is, uh, you know, if you're you almost never want if you're an American team, you never want to play on Thursday or Sunday night for the yeah. year of the season because you're competing with the nfl you never yeah, and I, I think i think that's i think thursday is the nba day too like when they do the full nba show yeah yeah something like that like i know there's certain points in the nba season where you have all the big games you have yeah. all of them going on like it's almost like a rivalry week or it's kind of like how how hockey hockey night in canada is actually saturday day like you'll always have you know a matinee matchup at 12 o'clock then it goes straight yeah. to a three o'clock game then it goes straight into a seven o'clock game and mm -hmm. you have all canadian teams in action so it'll be interesting to see how they do it but I, i'm pumped i'm pumped for the league and it'll yeah. be great well and this is to, to wrap this up with one last little discussion point the the thing about the the, the exciting thing about the turner part of the deal is the creativity with it and i guess espn could do this too but like hockey in America is going to completely change from a entertainment standpoint too on the show, like the way they present it. Like nowadays you kind of get into the intermission talk and you get to what, what hockey night in Canada is like, it's a whole production. Like we've seen the emergence of Kevin BX as a, as a hilarious guy in media and all these guys in hockey night in Canada. Like it's actually fun to watch, mm -hmm. but it's going to like when you, when you compare it to the NBA on TNT, like what they have with Shaq and Charles Barkley and, and Ernie Johnson, like that is, what we could be going for for the nhl like something a bit better something a bit more of production value you know you, let me ask you this and here's here's a hot question for you elijah i'd i'd accept the contract let's do it he got he got fired from nbc do you think espn yeah. or tnt takes on jr i think they fucking should dude he's hilarious he <laughs> he brings like i, brings I remember we yeah i remember we discussed what it was that got him fired and we we thought it was bullshit but yeah um I just think like I think he's an electric personality and he he wasn't one of those guys that towed the line often like he's no. he's not like he's not like Don Cherry in that sense but I I am excited to see what they come up with because if they're spending this this type of money in a like something tells me they didn't need to spend that much money yeah but it just I don't know just based off the pandemic world and stuff like that if they're spending that much money they've got an idea of what they want to do with it so my my one take my one take in all of this is I'm seriously wondering if ESPN goes to Portnoy and somehow brings on Biz and Wit. I'm that, that that's just mm -hmm. a take, but I could very well see that. Dude, if like you're trying to grow the game and you're trying to, you know, make it fun for everyone. Yeah. You want you want those two guys. Yeah. yeah. I would say. Um that's and I, I that's gonna piss some people off. But hey, welcome to the world, dude. And this is the way media is going. Like, yeah. if I mean, we do a, a very small time podcast, but this kind of unfiltered media where it's not like, hey, show up wearing a suit and a tie and like say all the proper analytical words, that's going out the door, dude. Like, that's not going to be what sports is come yeah. 10 years from now. So, and mm -hmm. I, especially, especially when you have 
a game that has never really been truly broadcasted in the US and try and actually sell a product. Like the the beautiful thing about sports and like even analysts kind of at halftime or between periods or whatever it may be, is they dumb it down so that everyone can understand. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where Don Cherry, I know he's not well liked, but that's where he actually flourished was he was able to dumb it down for people. People don't give a shit about your coursey. People don't give a yeah. shit about all that stuff. And and yeah. it's brought up sometimes on on Sportsnet TSN. I think, you know, what are you guys doing? Like I want to hear Jeff O'Neill give a give a hot take. I want to hear, you know, Bob McKenzie tell me about a big trade. Like I don't give a shit about, you know, time on ice and all that shop percentage. And- like to a beginner fan, that is not what they give a shit about. They want someone to dumb it down and explain the game so that it's fun for them to watch. You want to yes. appeal to the masses at the end of the day. 100%. Exactly. The people who want to look at that time on ice and all those specific statistics, they can just go online. They can find everything they need right there, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the th- like like Raph said, every anyone that wants this coursey information and all these advanced analytics, they're out, out there, man. For it. There's, there's half a dozen reporters that just don't shut up about that stuff, so... If you want to find it, you can find it. But yeah. I, just, I, I agree with Josh. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be on an intermission talk. Like it's just no, we should. You should be trying to entertain. That's just not entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. You want yeah. to almost be not even like a sports product, but an entertainment product. Yeah. 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 Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're gonna love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, an, you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, I thought, like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey, then... And so I was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. Anyway, all right, I want to move on, guys. I think we got time for one more topic. What do you do? We want to do a little bit of the show, or do we want to do? I, I want to talk about the show. You want to talk about the show? Okay, I fig- <laughs> I figured we would go this way. Let's wrap it up with some MLB the Show talk um josh you uh so the game right hey shout out anyone that's listening that has an xbox games pass it's free right now so check it out it's a new very rarely do you see a new sports game that's for free if you have like a what is it like a 16 dollars membership something like that yeah something uh, yeah something like that anyways uh first time playing a baseball game in a long time for me uh josh takes advantage of me asks me to play he's played for years um and so he thinks he's hot shit. But Josh, what, what do you want to talk about other than I, that? Isn't that all of it? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, I think, and don't get me wrong, Elijah. I, I love wiping your face mm-hmm. on the floor uh, with my mm-hmm. skill. But the one thing mm-hmm. I will say is I am just so happy to have actually played with someone. Because I always played on my PSP. I always played against the computer. Yeah. But, but now it's actually so much more fun for me. But the one thing I have realized, Elijah, and you and I were talking about this when we're looking at the rosters. Dude, in terms of how out of touch you feel with baseball now, in terms of <laughs> rosters and pitchers, like out of 10, how out of touch do you feel? 10 being like 
you're not even you're not even in right field. You are out of the ballpark. Yeah, like like it's like what's a, what's the ball what's the ballpark? The is it the San Francisco that they have the river in the back? <laughs> like, like the ocean and the you're yeah. in the kayak trying to catch a ball. Yeah, I'm in the kayak, <laughs> but I'm on the wrong side of the water. I'm on the opposite side of the stadium. Yeah. Uh, that's me. Um, I would. I'm honestly saying, like, I'm a seven. Like, I'm fucking up there right now. Yeah. I, back back when the Jays had Bautista, and even even like three years after that, when they started to get like past the Tulowitzki days, I yeah. knew I knew all of baseball at that point. What's crazy to me is it has. I don't know anything now, dude. Like, yeah, I like, don't. All the names that I know are are like I guess three years older and just completely washed up. And all the names that I do not know or that I thought were like super young prospects are like 96 overall. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, dude, that's nuts. Like, even you know what's and this is how I knew that I was gonna be out of touch with this game. Is I looked at the cover athlete, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely did not know who was on the cover. That's Fernando God. Tatis, bro. And, and I thought I thought for a second, and I thought to myself. Why is there some dirtbag Padres player on the front of MLB the show? <laughs> yeah. Where's Aaron Judge? Where's John Carlos Stanton? Where's fucking David Ortiz? Where's he where's he at? David you know? Ortiz. <laughs> it's just I, I just feel so out of touch. But in terms of gameplay, there's no such thing, Elijah, as a quick game. No, God, no. Oh. How long did you guys play for? Dude, it's in Do we played three like games? We played three games? Yeah, three games for three dude, hours. I Jesus checked the stream, dude. I, I stream our stream alone went three hours. That was fucked. <laughs> That's nuts. I, I, I we played three games, dude. What the we fuck? Played, we played three games. Like this really? is like, this isn't NHL threes where you can just bang out ten in like an hour. It's yeah. like when you commit to MLB the show, you commit to MLB the show. I see. I, here's a, a drunk idea, sober drunk idea, and I. Once again, once we can hang out in person, I say we do a full game, stream it in person with like a full list of like drinking game rules on the side just to keep it interesting. And then like, who knows? Uh, by the time playing a best of three series, it'll have taken like three hours and we'll be completely floored. The the only thing I will say that really pisses me off about Elijah is this guy throws high change-ups that go like 84 miles an hour out of the truck. <laughs> and I can't hit him to save my life. Oh, that, shit. that really spins me out. And and for all the baseball fans listening, you will understand the way that baseball economics work in terms of like pitch count and you know when to throw certain pitches in certain ways. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to throw a fastball up high because it'll just go faster because you're not throwing it down, you're throwing it up. So it'll keep its speed. And then you're supposed to throw your change-ups down below your legs because they'll dip and then they'll actually lose speed on its way in. Elijah does the fucking complete opposite. <laughs> so I'll I'll think that I'm getting high heat and I'll swing right away and then it's just some lazy change up up around my <laughs> eyes that I think is a curveball that's gonna dip down. I'm gonna smoke it. Nice try. And then he comes back and throws a 95 mile an hour heater at my ankles and I swing <laughs> it back to a nice down and it actually bins <laughs> me out. See the the most perplexing thing about the fastball at the at the ankles it makes no sense because there is no pitch that starts low and then goes high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like if you're a batter's eyes you're thinking okay that's starting at my ankles it's not going to go any higher than that. 
the the only thing that I will say that really pisses you off, and I thought it was so funny, is you can't hit a curveball. You cannot hit. <laughs> yeah. If I There's if this... I if I throw you any type of breaking ball, like a slur, a curveball, a slider. Whatever it is, Anything. you can't do I, I I froze you so many times on the outside corner that like I started calling you Frozone from that. So Raf, there's this feature in the game. It's called guest pitch. Now it kind of just like helps. I think it's for people like it's it's to kind of equal out pitching and batting. So okay. be- before every pitch, when you're the hitter, you you can guess what pitch he's gonna throw, and they divide the strike zone into nine zones. And okay. if you guess the right area and the right pitch, it'll tell you like before he throws it. It'll have like so a you, target of where it's yeah. So. It'll tell okay, you exactly cool. where it is, and so now you know where, exactly where it's going to be, what pitch it's going to be, and yeah. like everything's there for you. I think I hit one of those, and I had about twelve really? of them. Like even I know it's coming, and you yeah. see a fucking curveball, and I swing early every time. It's so bad. <laughs> so wait, like, you get so one of these bad. every single pitch? No, you you're able to guess, guess it. but it's hard. It's hard okay. to guess if you think because each pit. Imagine each pitcher has the amount of variety four, of like pitches yeah. and then like places that yeah. Because exactly. like some some pitchers will have like the most a pitcher will ever have in the game is five pitches. Okay, so like six. people that have no five. Yeah, <laughs> each hit. I played this game for a while. I know. Yeah, yeah, but the way the way that it works is if you have five pitches, it's obviously first of all you have a twenty percent chance of just guessing the right pitch. Yeah, and you actually have to pick the placement of where he's going to throw, like high and away, yeah, um, low and away, low, high and tight, like anything to just get an edge. And yeah. Elijah, every time he would guess a curveball, he would guess it, and yeah. as soon as you guess a curveball, that basically means that the pitcher is going to hang it, and okay. you have should be a guaranteed hit and elijah just doesn't even make <laughs> couldn't do it i, I swing and miss it so many of them it's so bad off. like really? i'll put a fighter down the middle and he'll guess it and like he'll just miss <laughs> what can I, i'm getting to this point of this video game though where i'm watching some youtube videos on how to hit better so <laughs> i'm i'm just slowly adding to the repertoire boys i'm just slowly adding before you know it i'm gonna be playing and streaming every day about it yeah anyway yeah. All right. I think that's about it, right, guys? Uh, any it. last words, Raf? Uh, no, cl- I'm good. Closed, closed you off on the last topic there. Way to be inclusive, Josh. No, dude. I'm all fucking right. chilling. I'm doing my own thing. Um, <laughs> all right. That's episode 41? One. 41. 41. 40, 41 of Stick and Rink Podcast. Uh, if you're listening and you don't follow our Twitch channel, fuck you. Uh, please, <laughs> please do. That would be awesome. As we, uh, I have our followers goal for April. We're supposed to get to 50. Right now, I think we have 34. And we have 24 hours left. <laughs> so No, we have 48. What are you talking about? No, we have 72. Oh, yeah. Okay, the, the clock's already changed. Yeah, so, today, tomorrow, and the day after. 72 hours. Three days. No, no there's, only, there's only 30 days in April. Oh, yeah. 28, 29th. Oh, yeah, you're right. Why did... <laughs> My computer told me today we had 42 hours remaining. What a fucking liar. <laughs> Dude, this is how computers take over the world. They don't outsmart us. They dumb us down. They confuse us. Yeah, you never thought that, did you? No. Shit. All right, that's it, fellas. All right, See boys. ya. That's all, folks. <laughs>